We all love the sound of money, and a $1,500 sign-on bonus sounds even better. That's right, Belicio Foods of Jackson is offering a $1,500 sign-on bonus to new employees. Receive an extra $100 your first six weeks, then $400 after day 90, and $500 after day 180. Don't wait. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers today. That's BelicioFoods.com slash careers. Come work for a company who truly values their employees. Come work for Belicio Foods. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show right here on Main Street TV. And, of course, Jennifer here to start off our morning with... James K. Kenneth? Kenneth. Hamilton. In the house. Tis I. Hi, I. <laughs> Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. We are starting the day off with some... Uh, bad news. Bad news. Traffic yeah. news. Uh, their major crash, North Benton County. Yes. Uh, State Route 93 is, is closed. Both yes. lanes are closed. Uh, this is beyond Shrutz Road and wood wood geared road <laughs> say that again <laughs> w o o d g e a r d wood geared wood geared road okay yeah, so this is north fenton county almost in hawking county yes both lanes state route 93 are closed yes we we're told it is a two-car accident and that it is very serious all right. So if you are traveling, in fact, we had a guest uh, scheduled this morning who would have to have come that mm -hmm. way and she was not able to uh, navigate the road there, make it through. So, um, again, traffic accident, very, very serious north of MacArthur, north of uh, North Benton County and um, two vehicles involved, very serious. And the road is completely closed as of right now. So. Um, I don't even know the alternative route to that. Yeah, it's I, I, a lot uh, of country roads. Yeah, I, I was going to say, unless yeah. you're local and, and are familiar with that area. Mm -hmm. um, but if you are coming from this direction, headed to Logan, mm -hmm. headed to Lancaster, something like that, um, probably ought to seek an alternative route and uh, uh, tell your ways to yeah. take you a different yeah. way. And then just keep your eyes on the telegram Facebook and yes. the website. They, as soon as the Highway Patrol releases a statement, they will have it. That's right. And we'll uh, if uh, the road happens to open back up and we get the information, we'll let you know as well. Yes. Um, during while we're here, because uh, we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. And once again, there is the uh, map there of the crash, so you can see there. Um, not good. No. Nope. We don't ever like to report those things. No. We've had way too many of those lately. Yeah, last weekend was pretty bad. Last weekend was, yeah. was a very, very rough weekend here in the county, and, and uh, we'd be very happy to not have to report anything like that anymore. Mm -hmm. So um, please be careful out there, be vigilant, and um, slow down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, But thank you for bringing You're that welcome. over. Well, thank Jeremiah Schaefer. He, he <laughs> found that information he found that map and stuff for us. He's really good at keeping up with he his is. traffic advisories. He's He's got it going on, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> yeah, he knows how to find that stuff. <laughs> That's right. Hey, don't forget, Gallia County Fair continues on this week. And um, I'll tell you at least the featured entertainment for tonight. Mm -hmm. What is today? Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Oh, today is Exile Day. Yeah. So is that like an 80s band or is it a country band? Oh, for the love of Pete. Brett, do you know who Exile is? I don't. Can we look it up? Well, yes. Is it an 80s man. band? Yes. And is it a country band? Yes. Well, then, yeah, I was right. <laughs> but you didn't even know. Um, woke up in love. She's a miracle. Don't want to be a memory. There are many, many. They. It's one of those where they sang 100 songs that you probably know that you don't know that you know. Probably don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, um, I don't think I know. So Exile tonight at... The Gallia County Fair, along with the field stock tractor and semi pole. Yeah. The turd will not be entered in that one <laughs> no, because it won't so. even start, let alone pull something. No. <laughs> but so, uh, uh, yeah. So Brian Vance, Vance Man, 
Yes. He's been out at the Gallia County Fair for us all week. Uh-huh. I don't think I told this story on the air. Maybe I did. <laughs> this just cracked me up. One day, like last Thursday or Friday, I saw him, see him driving up Main Street in Jackson in the rendezvous. <laughs> I think he's on his way back. What, on his way back to the station, oh. nope, pulls right into the auto parts store. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's where the... wasn't going to make it to listen, The rendezvous spends 90% of its time in the shop and 10% of its time here in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 5% in the parking lot, 5% out on the, on the road. Yeah, it but, spends uh, more time in the O'Reilly parking lot. Yes, than the parking yes, lot. that's exactly right. But uh, that's a whole other story. All right, um, so Jackson, City of Jackson, Police Chief Brett Hinch is here, and we're going to talk about how to navigate four-way stops. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I will get out of the way and let Chief Hinch take my spot. Love it. Thank you, James, for, for the update on the traffic. Come on over, Chief, and... He said, what would you like to talk about? I said, how to turn left at a four-way stop. <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot of people that could probably use some help on that. <laughs> no, listen, in, in all seriousness, um, you know, you learn you when you're 16 or 15 now, I guess, you get this permit book, you know, and you learn all of these traffic rules and you have to take a test. And hopefully you pass that test. And then they all just go out of your brain and you just drive how you think you should drive. Yeah. And and that's probably we all could use like a like I've, I've driving one oh one course. I've always thought that they should add how to text properly and drive because yeah. you yes. just see them doing it all the time. It's something that you know we do see a lot more rear end crashes and yes. and we attribute a lot of that to a lot of these drivers, adults, teenagers, all texting and driving, having that mobile device. You can you can actually see a lot of times these. They're trying to pay attention, and they're they're on their device. You know, maybe stopped in traffic, and then maybe somebody turns right in this line of traffic, and so the rest of traffic scoots up about a car length. But their brain tells them that they're the light must have turned going. green, so it's time to go. <laughs> and then they they bump it. We see so many of those, and so you know it is something that we do uh, try to enforce a little bit more uh, nowadays. But we do have. Five major intersections in the downtown that are about to change here in the next week or so as we, we get those. Um, we do. Um, oh, number one, James. So thank you, James. He actually literally physically drove out and took pictures of the intersections so that we can show them, which I thought was really, really cool because that's what James does because he's awesome. Um those must be exciting photos. I know, right, right? They are. There are a lot of pe- there are a lot of people on their way to work wondering what I'm doing. <laughs> but um, could could we before we talk about what the intersections are? Could we talk about perhaps how we came to? I mean, like for example, you know, growing up when I was in high school, all we did was cruise because we had nothing else to do. Um, and you got stuck at the red lights downtown, yeah. and then they put the no left turn sign up because they didn't want people cruising anymore, and right. so so on and so forth. Which I don't think kids cruise anymore, so therefore the no left turn sign came down. I, I don't see that. I don't see the cruise loop returning anytime soon with gas prices. No, not with not are. five dollars a gallon. But um, uh, could could we talk for a minute about as far as I can remember? Uh, downtown Jackson has had you know red lights at all the corners. So right. Well, Where did we come to the fact that we're going to change the traffic pattern a little bit? The first, a lot of this came up as as the city um, working with the state to get 93 paved all the way through town, which I think everybody's excited about. Uh, yes. Driving here <laughs> this morning, I'm excited about yeah. <laughs> as that happens. But the state actually had some suggestions to take out some of the traffic lights that existed and they made their recommendations. And so some of those were even the downtown Main Street and Church, Main Street and Columbia, Main Street, and um, I they even, I think, suggested Main Street and Broadway. Oh, Becoming really? a four-way stop, yeah. And so this, but the recommendations was with that were to take out several of the parking spaces to allow for a clean line of sight as you approach that intersection. Mm. And so the city... We're already limited enough on downtown yeah, parking. It's hard I don't enough, know about that. hard enough to find something downtown to park in, and so it actually cost the city a little bit extra um, with their contribution to the paving project to retain those parking spaces and keep the signals that are along Main Street. Gotcha. There, which 
I'm in total agreement with it. We, we need those. There's roughly 260 spaces in the general downtown mm -hmm. area, and uh, they're filled up a good bit we, through the yeah, day. We need those which spaces. Is, which I which think is, is good. It, it is great. It's, it means people are visiting downtown businesses. Um, and so I, it, it's something the city was adamant that they wanted to keep and not take away anything else. So they're keeping those good. lights, uh, even with a little bit extra cost. But as we started to evaluate some other intersections, I don't know. I mean, I live here. I, I travel these intersections all the time. The, the There's two on Pearl. So it's Pearl and Broadway, Pearl and Portsmouth. Yes. And then if you shift a little bit more to the west, it's Portsmouth and Broad and Broad and Broadway. And those four intersections are controlled by lights. And, and you know, we haven't had a lot of crashes at the, those intersections but we feel like there's a lot of times there's one car waiting at that intersection and you're waiting for 20, 25 seconds. Yes. Hey, there's um, one right there where we were yesterday, right in front of the Lillian Jones Museum. Yeah. And so, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've come to that intersection. I've been the only one there <laughs> through like a crickets. light cycle. Yes. <laughs> and, and so much of the day. Uh, it, and so, you know, stop signs regulate an intersection, I think, in my opinion, better as long as people adhere to it. Because nobody then is trying to beat a light, so I think it reduces some speed, because you know you have to stop. Yes. So there's no sense, you know, I, I saw it and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm four blocks away and maybe if I really step on it, I can make this light and not have to wait. Yep. So I think it helps reduce that a little bit. Okay. And if everybody stops, then if there's a collision in an intersection... There really shouldn't be anybody traveling at a real high speed. More fender so then it's, it's, so it's yeah, yeah, it's 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 a little bit of damage, and and everybody gets to go home safely. And you know that's what we're really all about. People forget the police don't work traffic to generate tickets and generate ticket money and productivity. We work traffic to make sure the roadways are safe for people to travel. And yes. I, I think that gets over, overshadowed a lot, that we're not just out to write tickets. We need people to comply with the traffic laws because if everybody complies with the traffic laws, everybody gets to go home safely. You, you know, and, and uh, we had our friends from the State Highway Patrol patrol in uh, not too long ago, and they said exactly the same thing. You know, our, our job is not to sit out here and be mean and write you tickets. Right. We don't want you driving 100 miles an hour down the highway because that is not safe. And it's it, and it, if you do, it's your own fault. And, it's, <laughs> it, it, and, you know, people make mistakes. We do a lot of traffic encounters that don't result in tickets, that result in warnings, and it's educational. And uh, those are, uh, I, I think, very, very beneficial. And uh -huh. I think they, the citizen usually leaves with a friendly encounter of, you know, hey, you kind of messed up, but we're going to, you know, cut your break. Let's just try to not do that in the future. And so that's that's kind of the way I prefer to do it under most circumstances. I think there'll be a lot of citizens that will tell you, yeah, I got stopped. I didn't get a ticket. But it's, it's the repeat offenders. It's the ones that are doing something really hazardous um, at times or that have had multiple stop sure. because there's just no adherence to to the law and so we we need to make sure that that happens so we're doing four-way intersect four-way stops at those four intersections that okay. i listed which i think won't contribute to more crashes i think it will slow people down and there's a lot of kids that live in those areas so there's kids playing it it just slows down um you know somebody who maybe turns from cardo's onto portsmouth street and has I don't know, what is that, about a quarter mile from, yeah. from, from one end to the other. Instead of them trying to go 45 miles an hour on a 25-mile-an-hour street to make that light so they don't have to stop, they know they're going to stop. Just go down, stop. Probably won't be anybody else, and you'll get to go, you know, continue on your path. So yep. not super exciting stuff, but it is a change. And people don't deal well okay. with change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, okay, the, the craziest thing I have ever seen, and, and I'll bet you still combat this, is the light in front of, at the corner of like uh, Lewis Gillum Funeral Home and CVS and all of that where they put that turn lane in. Yes. And then there's like a green arrow light and mm -hmm. <clears throat> people still can't navigate that. And it's been years now. I know. It's it, it, it's clearly <laughs> marked on the roadway. It's 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 we returned it back to what is a normal pattern of travel for that <laughs> that type of intersection. And yeah, people, I've I've witnessed it myself. People that just 
but we're habit. All, we're all creatures of habit. Yes, we are. And, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm not one, and you're not one. So, um, yeah. So that's why you know we wanted to have you come in today and talk about the changes, and because we are creatures of habit, and and what's going to you know what y'all need to do when you encounter these four-way stops. Well, the service director, David Swackhammer, and I, we've we've talked about this stuff multiple times. We've also included the street and alley supervisor, Roy Hatton. Uh-huh. And uh, the, what, what the plan is, is we're going to turn the flashing signal to red flashing all four directions, probably at least till Labor Day, maybe through the Apple Festival, Smart. just as okay. the indicator and the reminder this intersection has changed. And hopefully by early or late fall, early winter, we're going to have those signals completely removed and they will be replaced with the stop signs. So those are going up, I think, within the week and the signals will be uh, flashing red. A reminder to everybody, flashing red means you stop and treat that intersection as a stop sign. Flashing yellow is to proceed continuously uh, with caution. That goes for sometimes there's power outages that will flick those lights. Yes. Um, there are times where, um, they're set that way for parade routes or some major piece of equipment coming through so that it doesn't have to stop. I mean, there, there've been a few times that we've had to go and manually change those lights, but you do see people get confused. I don't know if you ever come to one of those intersections that typically has a normally functioning traffic signal and it's flashing yellow one side flashing red and everybody's uh, luckily everybody's usually stopping and well, being cautious. Well, that's the thing. When I, just stop. If you yes. don't if you don't know, yes. err on the side yes. of, of err, stop. Yes. Err on the side of caution, but yeah. there are aggressive and defensive drivers out there and sometimes when you get too aggressive drivers a lot of times that's uh, that's where you get the problem. It becomes the good old fashioned yeah. peeing contest if yes. you will. Yes. I'm going to so, go first. They're not, uh, you know, like I say, it's not super exciting stuff, but it is a change. And I do think it's a change that will be beneficial for everybody's efficiency. I think it will make things safer and it will be a little bit more cost effective even for the city as we yeah. move those traffic signals and those traffic signals that don't eventually have to be replaced or maintained. It's a lot easier to maintain a stop sign. So. Right on. So there is uh, one there by the corner pub. And um, so that is the corner of, let's see, Broadway and That's Pearl. Pearl. Pearl of Broadway. Yes. Pearl and Portsmouth. Pearl, Pearl and Portsmouth Streets. Yes. Broad and Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. Broad and Broadway. Yep. High and State. That's the one that I've never understood. Okay, so High, high and State <laughs> You is, want to talk about crickets yeah. <laughs> sitting at a red light. You know, it has times, especially, and, and, you know, this one is one that, you know, we're going to kind of observe and, and, and watch for a while. Okay. As Westview School kicks back up, and I that's, guess I that's where that's going to that. be the most concerning, is, you know, what, what a lot of people don't understand is when you change one thing, it can really affect how things go further down the line. Okay, sure. Um, for instance, changing this to a stop sign may mean there's a continuous flow during that school time, making it nearly impossible to pull out a pearl and bridge over near where Giovanni's is, you know, which is, you know, gotcha. a, a good distance away because there's just going to be this continuous flow of traffic that'll have the right of way. That intersection too will be changing the one over near Giovanni's and Jackson. Yes. Um, which is state bridge and uh, Walnut. It's a weird triangle. It is. It's one of those that was probably invented before automobiles. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like only in small town America yes. do intersections like that happen. Uh, in the, in, we in, also have a five-way stop in Jackson. Yes, which, we do have a five-way. <laughs> which um, is where I grew up and it's very confusing as well. So yeah, that intersection at High and, and State is one, again, I I live very, very close to there. I watch people come up the hill from Main Street on High Street and see a green light and really step on it. Yep. And I see them go on State Street that way. I think it will slow traffic down on State. There are a lot of kids that play on, uh, you know, in yards along State Street. Yeah. uh, On High Street, Bennett, Chestnut. I I think it helps all of those uh, residences there not have that and you know especially if you have to listen to a loud vehicles idle while they sit there for 30 seconds or so you're not going to hear that there's just going to be a continuous flow of traffic and that's what that's what we want we want a continuous safe flow of traffic so um we're hoping that we're right <laughs> well and that well and that's the thing and if it's not if it doesn't work out then we'll change you it can back. always change it back yeah you know you can always you can always change it back but i i really don't think that that's that's where we're going to go with it i think 
it's going to increase that because like I said, as everybody knows that they have to just stop and then get to proceed through the intersection in their time, um, I, I think it makes it more efficient. I don't think you're going to hear nearly the complaints. And uh, so we're excited to see the change. All right. And when will that be uh, starting? We're starting to work on that this week. Okay. The street and Alley has been, I mean, they've just been working all kinds of, uh, of I, I don't know how they're getting it all done. They're getting curbs done in, oh, in preparation for this much anticipated paving of Main Street. Yes. And uh, traffic's, I, I'll tell you what, it's really nice to dr drive on some of these newer streets. It is. It's a relief, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, yes, <laughs> it is. And um, but again, slow down because yes, just yes. because it's smooth doesn't mean you drive fast. We, we you know, we <laughs> those have, were built in speed bumps before. We've issued, you know, we've issued some speeding citations recently. Um, we had, you know, the department is is really kicking into a multi-dimensional uh, phase where we're able to handle a lot of criminal complaints, work a little bit of traffic, and deal with some of the more serious complaints that come in. Uh, felony level things and make sure people are available for court and that shifts are covered and that we don't have somebody working by themselves like we had a couple years ago. Yeah, that's not um, good. As as much. I'm not going to say that there's never a time that that happens, but it's usually at what we consider pretty dead times. And we have a contingency plan for um, to get some other help should something serious occur at one of those times. Gotcha. So. We have been ramping some things up. Our, our, our call record numbers have significantly increased. Um, call records can be officer generated. They can be uh, complaint generated, like somebody calling in or somebody reporting something. Those have increased significantly. Uh, our, we, I think, ended up with 103 or 104 arrests, which an arrest, in our statistics, arrest is anytime even a citation is written. So a stop sign violation oh. is, is still technically, by our statistic, an arrest. It's an issued charge. Okay. And so we had 103 of those last month. We haven't had a month where we've had over 100 for at least three years. Okay. So things are... Um, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean things are great. You know, I wish those were business numbers that, yeah, everything's increased a little bit. Right. But what I'm really proud of is, is the way we're policing right now. It gets us out. The public sees us a lot. I think anybody with criminal intent sees us a lot, which is, is beneficial because I think a lot of times they just decide to go home because our, our, our violent crime is, is, is minimal. See, and you were telling me that, and you know, that's the best news. Yes. You know? Yes. We don't have a, a, a ton of violent crime here. We never really have. I think we live in a relatively moral area of the country. I think so. Um, and, and so that, that in and of itself is helpful, but we don't have a lot of the bad elements that can exist elsewhere that come and prey upon people who, you know, like to follow the law and, and may, maybe they perceive as vulnerable. This is not a vulnerable population that we have here either. Don't mess with Granny. But um, so our, our violent crime's been down. I, one of the statistics that just really surprised me as I did kind of a mid-year evaluation uh -huh. is we haven't had a house burglarized yet this year. Can you I believe mean, there's that? There's not been. Uh, there goodness. have been some. There have been a couple business B and E attempts. You know, very minimal loss. I attribute that not just to the way we're policing. I think, you know, it helps that there's, compared to when I first started, there are a lot of businesses with cameras, sure. real-time cameras, people getting alerts on their phones, alarm systems, uh, just better communications and technology. And I think that that's helped deter a lot of that. Sure. Um, so we're, there's still a drug problem here. I mean, there's always going to be a drug problem, but, I, you know. Yeah, they, there's no answer to that. If there there isn't, but that doesn't mean that you should give up on it. No, I um, agree. You know, we, we obviously encourage people to get help. There are a lot of resources out there for people to get help with, with drug okay. issues. Um, we're still going to occasional overdoses. We're still using Narcan. Uh, we don't mind doing that a bit, uh, but we prefer to never have to. Yeah. Um, so... Because we know that, you know, it. there are a lot of people that are that can get kind of hardened to that. Like, you know, these people made their choice, just let them go. And that's not a philosophy that I'm in favor of. It affects not only right. that person, it affects potentially they have children, potentially they have, you know, family members that yeah. really care about them. So we, we've, uh, you know, that, that number is, is not going down. Um, 
but it's not going up significantly either. So I guess that's good Well, if news. we can live with the, I guess, status quo of that, then... If there was nothing, then there'd be no need for us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wouldn't it be great in a world right. where there was no need for police, not just people wanting to get rid of the police, but just... <laughs> just no need in yeah, general. No yeah, need, that because would be... everybody just does what they're supposed to do. I mean, I'm not understanding why that's so hard, but I was just having this discussion with, with somebody yesterday, a uh, local business person, and he said, you know, I just don't understand why following the law is that hard. It's really not. One of the things that I always kind of laugh about, you know, in, in this business, you, you talk to people who are sometimes repeat offenders and they're, they're petty crimes, minor crimes, but you get to know these people and they almost have friendly conversations with them. <laughs> they're and just ordinary. <laughs> and they're always like, you know, I can't wait to get off probation. I can't wait to get off probation. And I'm always like, probation's really not any different. I mean, probation just gives you a set of rules that basically says you need to really follow society's laws. You know, you shouldn't <laughs> commit, you, you can't commit crimes when you're on probation. They're like, I can't wait to get off probation. Like, it's not going to make it okay. No, it's still, that, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't I guess, make your bad thing I guess legal. The way, the way I live my life is pretty similar to a person on probation. I mean, I have to check in. I have to do, I mean, there's people, I'm accountable to people. Yes. And so, uh, you know, I can't, I, I, I just can't go do illegal drugs and go to work the next morning or steal cars or you know you just can't do that stuff so yeah it's, it. it's one of those it's one of those comical things that that we find but uh <sighs> you know i i love your attitude because i mean if you if you come in and you're all stuffy about stuff all the time you would just lose your mind so I'm, you have to just kind of go uh, with it I'm probably i've never been accused of being too professional or you know not having a sense of humor about some of what we deal with and some of what we deal with is very very serious it is and it's traumatic and it's and 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 cops just they just get hardened to that yeah and you, you because you got to be able to go deal with a death scene and then, you know, you're still going to have to eat lunch. And yeah. so unfortunately, you know, we can sometimes seem like we're just robotic and we're not. I, or superheroes. It, it, yeah. And, uh, you know, some people's tool for coping with some of the traumatic things that we see is humor. Uh, sometimes misplaced and inappropriate, but uh, we try to <laughs> try to not make that anything other than something behind closed doors. But sure, I mean that's just me being honest, and that's one thing. No, you I know, think I've that's always great. That makes front. you real. Yes, I've been upfront, and so um, we're don't really know what else to re really report. We're we we do. I, have you met the canine yet? Uh, the Jackson one, James. I don't think so. I don't think I've had Justin yeah, Sizemore in his no, canine arcade. No, we here. have. I, well, I know we where I had I'm, the canine from the Highway Patrol, and we had the school <laughs> Wilson School Resource canine. Why I was show. getting confused is I went to the open house that the mayor had, and he was there. Yes, yes. So I, I did. I got to meet him, but he hasn't been here. So can he come here? Uh, he can come here at some point. I have Very no good. problem with that. He he likes to do great. some some PR stuff. Yeah, that's um, that's why I got a little. I had to stop and think for a minute. We have, you know, I think we have a pretty good crew of people. We've got some young people. We've got a couple uh, old school people that are trying to corral the, the the younger, newer officers and 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 teach them how to be great cops. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel pretty confident we've got a good bunch. And uh, if you have issues or problems, we want you to call. We want to investigate it. We want to help people. Uh, that's everybody. I, I've never met anybody who got in this profession who didn't say part of what they wanted to get in here for was to help people and contribute to society. And that's what sure. I think, uh, you know, mainly our directive is. One of, the, one of the things I implemented when I became chief was a call record that denotes a, uh, I think we have it listed as act of kindness. And those are things that an officer may see um, that they don't have to do. They're not required to do. It's not really even part of our duties. But let me give you a for instance. I, I'm, I'm at an intersection one time, one of the intersections that's changing. I'm waiting at the red light, nothing else to do. Because there's nothing else to do because you're and, stuck at the red light. And I see this uh, old old man mowing grass. He's got a collared shirt on, dress pants. I mean, and it, it he looked like he was struggling restarting his mower. And so as soon as the light turned green, I just made a left-hand turn, parked along the curb, and I said, you need help getting that started? And he goes, oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> so I got out, you know, helped the guy start his lawnmower, and I said, now, don't let go of this because it'll shut off, but I'm going to be gone. I'm not here anymore. And, you know, those kinds of things, those are those are the rewarding parts of it because, you know, he was extremely appreciative. He was able to complete what he was doing. I appreciate the fact that I hope I'm mowing when I'm 
that age. Correct. Uh, I hope I feel that good at that age. But he, uh, yeah, he just struggled a little bit. And those are the types of things that I think police officers need to do more. Um, and, you know, there are times we have to be like soldiers. There are times sure. we have to go in and do things that are serious and dangerous. But there are a lot of times that you're just out there and you're an observer of the public and, and things that go on there. There's people that you know, have flat tires, get out and help them change it. Would Yes. Strong. I mean, if somebody gets, you know, you, you get dirty, you get hot, you get sweaty. One of the things, another thing I changed was I, I let them wear shorts this summer if they wanted to. Like Reno 911. <laughs> Listen, you know, everybody's like. I, I heard some people talking about this yes. the other day, and I've not seen it. Let's address. Let's <laughs> well, I, didn't wear, I didn't wear them today. The I debated. I debated wearing it, but um, let me only tell if you. they do like the knee socks. So, so, so think, think about <laughs> no, this. I'm just kidding. We that. have people are like you look like Beach Patrol. Well, we have beach weather. It's when it's 80, 88% humidity and it's Today, 92 degrees. Yes, it's, it's scary hot. Like there's heat advisory so warnings. So use the thing about police uniforms. It's the one thing they don't technologically mess with too much but they're hot they're like I, I always call it a failed nasa material because from <laughs> from like 65 degrees and on they don't let anything breathe so oh. 60 65 degrees and up it just retains all the heat when it's when it's below 65 it feels like you're not wearing not you're not wearing anything <laughs> wind's just blowing right through it and it's relatively you're you're asking officers to wear the exact same relatively the exact same uniform that you wear when it's 12 below zero yep. as when it's 92 degrees. Yes. And so a couple things are factored in. It's it, it the, the shorts through the summer. I, I encourage my officers to get out and interact with people a little bit more than we have in the past. Sure. And so it's a little less militaristic looking, uh, you know, with these vests that are now the kind of the way that they're doing things. You can kind of look a little militaristic and it softens it a little bit, maybe makes makes you more approachable to younger children and, and teenage kids, you know, a little bit more relatable. But the thing is comfort. Yeah. I, I've worked plenty of summers where I'm just want to hurry up and get back to my air conditioned car, get back to the air conditioned station because I'm just hot. And once you get that, you know, heat build up, it's hard to get rid of it sure. as you're wearing multiple layers. And so, yeah, some T-shirts, some shorts, they still look official, still want people to wear their protective vests and have all their equipment. But it has a softened look it makes us a little more, more approachable and think about this officers who get you ever you ever get too overheated and then you get a little bit more irritable uh yeah i don't want, i don't want my guys irritable when no, you're when you're dealing with not. issues so it's something i told them i said you know we're going to try it this year we'll see how it works you know hopefully we don't get too many skin knees but we're not running through the woods and thorns too often sure. here, so it's been only on Kenneth Sims Day. I haven't, yeah, I haven't requ I haven't required anybody to wear it, but I did make it as part of a uh, uniform of the day. Should somebody, you know, choose to do that, yeah, but, uh, you know, we just I, I'm always looking. Why for not? I think it's great. Innovative ways to try to make things better, better for the officers, because if you have happy employees, you typically get better work productivity. So. It's amazing yes, how that works. Yeah, isn't I know. It? That, I should write a book about that, right? I mean, Nobody's right? ever thought of that. No, before. no one. I mean, some. No, you wonder sometimes, <laughs> yeah, don't you? You do. But, um, my gosh, I don't know. What else can I talk about? The, we still we, we're still waiting on cars. This this supply chain thing. We ordered it's a car. Crazy. We ordered a car in late January, early February, and we may get it by December is what they tell us. We may, may get, get it. it by December. So a year, maybe. Because, you know, without wheels in our business, you're kind of dead in the water. I mean, the last you time I checked, y'all don't have any horses or, or uh, motorcycles or, you know. I think, I think people are going to see us out a little bit more as school comes back in. Uh, we've, we've talked to Superintendent Phil Howard. He's yep. requested a little bit extra presence. Uh, That's one of my preaches. So, you know, kids go back to school. They're freaking out. They <laughs> run across streets when they're not supposed to. They're just not thinking. So sure. it's our responsibility as human beings to watch out for them. That's right. And, you know, there's always this transition. And I've watched this for the last 20 years. 
every year when you have all this summer traffic and you haven't had school and then boom, all of a sudden school's back in and sort of back in early this year. It seems like yeah. starting earlier and earlier, but it's like August 15th this yeah. year. It's, it's on a Monday. Those kids are going to be so burnt out by the end of the <laughs> <laughs> end of the week. Cause they're used to Wednesday, nothing Thursday, nothing yeah. Friday. Oh gosh, it's the weekend again, but no, we're, they're, they're, they're going to do a full week, but they're, um, I think you'll see us out a little bit more during that time to just be that extra reminder that yes. listen, you got to pay attention about this in the morning, and we'll see how some of these patterns work. Well, these intersections will be back to. It will be interesting about that. And Jen preached number two for the day. Preach it. School buses. Yeah. Do not try to beat the school bus stop sign. There is no child's life worth you getting to wherever you you need to get to the you know, grocery store or, or whatever. It's a very serious traffic offense to I run mean, a school bus stop sign. Why on earth? I, I'm telling you, I, I see a school bus coming at me slowing down and I just lock it up wherever I'm at because I'm like so afraid of that. And I don't, I, because kids literally have to run sometimes across the, the mm -hmm. busy road in front of the bus or whatever, just flip and stop. Yep. Yeah, most people do. Most people do a really good job of that. I think. Oh my god! I mean, if nothing else, the public shaming. Nobody wants to be the person that hit a kid with a stop school bus. Sign, <laughs> oh, right? you will be on the front page of the paper. I'll make sure of that. <laughs> Nobody wants to be that, do they? No, but I mean, seriously, they're they're little kids, and we need to watch out for them. Another thing we've done this year is we did get a group of uh, guys. We we had we sent them through basic SWAT in the spring. And okay. So we've been. Ramping up, when I said multidimensional earlier, we've been ramping up some of the, trying to counter some of the drug trafficking. Okay. And they're better equipped, and we've worked on that too, better equipped and better capable to deal with some of those more serious threats should I they see. should they occur, including anything, you know, school-wise. And so we're, we've kind of worked and developed some plans over the summer on, you know, how to counter some things should that ever occur. Hope it never does. Hope it never does. We've worked in conjunction with the sheriff's office on stuff like that. We've worked a couple joint operations with the sheriff's office. Um, the, I think we've increased our communication and, and interoperability. We've also done some joint operations with the city of Wellston and, and part of their, there are jurisdictional boundaries that, you know, Jackson only has to deal with things inside our lines and Wellston only has to deal with things inside their lines. But, you know, as criminals travel, they don't have jurisdictional boundaries. <laughs> and so fair. they may do They're something here and they may field. do something, you know, there. Don't think that there's not people from Wellston coming to Jackson to buy drugs and then taking them back to Wellston and getting all messed up and goofy and that there's not, the reverse is not true as well. And that there are people who... Our friends who live in both those communities that are, you know, sharing their time in, in each other's community doing those things. And right. so we've increased our information back and forth to one another. Our joint, our, our um, uh, SWAT guys have actually gone and done a couple raids in Wellston. And so okay. if anybody, Are you allowed to? It's just... What it is, it's it's an interoperability. Um, it's a It's a... So the chief in in Wellston can grant um, basically a commission. You can be a commissioned officer in as many uh, in a lot of different jurisdictions. Well, and that's what I was and thinking too. Like school, you know, school related stuff. Like I mean, yeah. the more people you could get to be on on it, hand. Would anytime be great. a law enforcement agency asks another law enforcement agency to come assist, you're automatically okay. Okay, you're I automatically covered. Yes. So, cool. for instance, if the sheriff's office says, "Hey, we're really tied up on." something serious right now, but there is a domestic and it's two miles outside of the city of Jackson, but they've asked us to go respond. Then we have the authority of a deputy at that time. Gotcha. Okay. And you know, the sheriff's office obviously has jurisdictional boundaries all the way, you know, that the, the perimeter of Jackson County and they can grant that. And, it, and that's a temporary grant under those situations. There are more permanent and that's what we've kind of done with Wellston and we're working with the sheriff's office on, we've had them in the past, people who are, commissioned multiple places and so they have that authority doesn't uh -huh. mean we're going to go out and work that you know territory it just means that 
when we do these operations, we are covered legally that we have the authority to be there. So don't it's think all, once you get out of the city semantics. limits, you're good. It's all semantics, yes. But so there are probably some people in Wellston that have uh, seen some Jackson cruisers there at times. I see. And, and, and jointly, Chief Robinson of Wellston PD, who we've done a lot of, we've had a lot more increased communication and joint operations. They've sent some people here to assist. So we're not just giving, we're receiving some assistance as well. And so that's really kind of helped. I, I think that's helped get us to where we're at, where we're, yeah. we feel like things are pretty safe here. Uh, I'm not hoping I'm not jinxing us. Yeah. But we'll knock on wood just in case, but we're ready. Everybody should, do the right thing. Should something else, should something occur, we're ready. So I'm not inviting anybody to come test us, but no, right. <laughs> I'm um, calling you out today. <laughs> but you know, people listen, we could have three, I could walk out of here and there's three bad things waiting for us, but you know, they're, they're all problems that we'll get a resolution to. So absolutely. And you all do, I think a, a phenomenal job. You are responsive and, you know, again, I just love your personality because, <laughs> I mean, and, and all kidding aside, like, you are approachable, and we can just have a conversation. Like, he walks in today, and I was like, oh, cool, you have your vest on. Can can we go, can we play with all the toys in it? And he just yeah. laughs. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, most people would be like, no. <laughs> there's really not a lot of toys. I, I don't carry all that equipment See, dang it, he all didn't bring time. all the toys. But He got a flashlight. I, I have actually two. Yeah, I have two. I've got one there and one one little one here. This one starts out red. It's good for reading IDs at night you uh -huh. know, down here and you talk on your radio, and it goes to uh, white. It'll do a bright, which is not bad for walking through, especially. And this one here, sometimes it dies, but they make these in red and blue, and I think I got a red and white one. But if you hold it, I guess you do that. Maybe you could pull over people walking. I don't know. You could get behind them. Issue him a ticket for jaywalking. <laughs> Just you have to make the so siren sound yourself. <laughs> you, do, you, do. you can you can get it maybe on your phone. Play that. Um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. See, I told you nobody's going to accuse me of being professional. Yeah, there's a lot of kind of I, dude. I want to go out with you one night and yeah. just like walk up and down the street with that thing on. We we do we do we do have some ride-alongs occasionally. If you if you request one, fill out a form. We can put you with somebody. And you don't. Well, it would have to. So James and I, you know, are a team. So it has sure. to be both of us. One of you is going to have to ride him back. <laughs> and we're not changing that. We're not changing that. If we have to put somebody back there with you, you're just going to have. to <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like that idea. He's, he's shaking his head. He's like, that doesn't Shotgun. sound fun to me. <laughs> yeah. but, yeah, the highway patrol made us the same offer, and I was equally un <laughs> unexcited about that. The yeah. funny thing was the highway patrol car, the, the new one that we were in, it, it was a test car, a, and it didn't even have like a yeah. barrier in between. Oh, it yeah, had like built-in handcuffs. That's great. <laughs> so, like, so you're going to have James back there with some... <laughs> Yeah, they just stick you in the passenger seat and handcuff you. To the yeah, little, they handcuff right? you to the yeah. seat. And you know they deal with they deal with a lot of uh, intoxicated people. And let me tell you something about intoxicated people who get nervous and their hands are behind their back and they're in the back of a car that doesn't have the best best HVAC because of that screen. They, they get sick sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that screen's handy, <laughs> but uh, which is then awful to have to clean up. But you know, yeah. That's, but at least you're not cleaning yourself up. Yeah, yeah, it does help. But, <laughs> um, we're. You know what we failed to do? What, Chief? We, we failed to talk about the rules of the four-way stop. Rules of the four-way stop, which is why we kind of asked okay. you to be here to begin with. All right, so let's give this. I'll try to give this to you short. I feel like this is like a roundabout. You know, mm. roundabouts are easy. Once you're in it, you're good. You yield when you're not in it. I feel like there's very few rules. You just have to understand them. There's a stop bar typically on the on the roadway near the stop sign. You have to stop behind the stop bar. Yes. Not, not halfway over it. You have to stop not back there. In the, not if, in the walkway. If there's not a stop bar, you stop at the stop sign. You treat the stop sign as the line where you should stop. Um, and then if multiple people show up, whoever shows up first, has the right away. That's the thing. So whoever shows up first goes first. Should. 
and then whoever, if multiple people show up at the same time, um, it's the person to the right has the right of way. Okay. And if two people show up across ways from each other, it's just a free for all. Just <laughs> again, be just, nice. Just cover your eyes. And <laughs> s- no. Um, Seriously, just. We don't either wave somebody. We or don't have. I mean, I bet we have six to six to twelve maximum crashes a year at four way intersections. Yeah, they're really not that common, and and they're re- you know unless and that's that that's with with people who are really trying to do the right thing there. Probably two. You know, there may be somebody who just blew one, didn't see the say, stop someone sign. Someone just blows you know, through stop signs. If, I can see if that. that happens, <clears throat> yeah, um, you can you can have a pretty nasty crash. But as far but as you need to just be vigilant driving. Yes. So we're hoping to get people signaled out there. But I mean, the rules of the stop sign. I really hope that there's not a lot of drivers <laughs> out there. We really have to hit on that. But if you have questions, call into the station, <laughs> or call us, <laughs> call the sheriff's office, call the state patrol. We should post. We should put their numbers up there, not ours. Yeah. Right? Six four six four. No, you, anybody can call seven four zero two eight six forty one thirty one. Ted phone number is. No, yeah. just kidding. No, wouldn't do that. But um, yeah, I mean, if there's questions, call. You know, and and honestly, we're we're joking about that. But seriously, if you do have questions about anything, um, that's what you all are there. I for. have a dispatcher there twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five yeah. days a year, and three sixty six on leap year. So uh, we go. always have somebody that's going to answer the phone, and if they don't know, they'll find somebody that does and call you back. So that's right. Yeah, that's that's the thing about you know when you're when when you're the chief of a police department, it doesn't mean you know everything. It means you just are willing to find the right person who knows the answer to the question. <laughs> yeah, and then try to hurt everybody else in the right direction. But yeah, and I don't. I've, I've never thought that I'm the smartest guy in the room. Typically, I'm just somebody there who has an idea, and I like to listen to other people's ideas because you never know novel. where the best idea is going to come from. You know, and you're right. And and backing up a minute, you were talking about the fact that the that the veteran police officers on the force are trying to show some of the younger mm-hmm. uh, folks coming in, guys and girls, yep. um, coming in, you know, some tricks of the trade, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you told me a long time ago that that's how you started. And you started mm-hmm. as a dispatcher. Yes. And you just tried to absorb everything you could mm-hmm. from every human that that you Every could. Everybody there does things just a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, legally, ethically, you know, that, that morally, those, those things are constant. But their style and their order of doing things and, and how they multitask. And so, yeah, you look for the, the things that you admire about people. And then you're like, you know, they do a couple things that are quirky that I don't like. And so, yeah, I, I always tried to blend the best of the people yeah. and try to get rid of some of my own bad habits by, by observing how other people did things better. But it, it's that's always, why you're in the position that you're in it's today. A, it's always being vigilant and just being willing to adapt and, and, and change some things. But, uh, yeah, none of us, none of us know everything. No, no. <laughs> God knows. every once in a while, the dog has the best idea in the room. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It's usually about where we're going to eat. <laughs> there you go. I like it. Yeah. So does the dog get to go eat? The dog gets to go sit outside and smell whatever restaurant if they're eating out somewhere. But the dog <laughs> comes into the station. It's it's a social dog. It is what uh, is girl or a boy? It is a uh, girl, and her name is Arka. Arka. She is originally from Bosnia. Okay. She was flown in to Chicago, and the poor dog was, I mean, in a kennel probably for about thirty days because they had to make sure the dog didn't have COVID. Oh, for um, the love of Pete. Yeah. And so when we finally got the dog, the dog was, it needed a lot of exercise. And well, she, had, yeah, she's she has ready a, to work. She has man. a lot she's of energy. And of course, then we got her fixed and she was down for a couple uh, weeks. She had some complications from that. And so she's just now back to work and, and full of energy. Yeah. Don't but, mess with Arca. No, you don't want to mess with Arca. Arca's, <laughs> Arca is really a good dog, and the handler, Justin Sizemore, who who came to us from Gallia County Sheriff's Office, um, he had, it had always been his dream to be a canine handler, and Love so that. I think he's loving it too. And you, you really want somebody because there's so much responsibility. I never wanted to be a canine officer. I never wanted all that extra work and dog hair, 
But, <laughs> well, um, it's true because you, you never... You're responsible for another life. 24-7. Yes. it's And, and then you take it home. You don't and put her in you, the cage at night no, and go home. She no. goes home with you. All my pieces of equipment I can hang up on a hanger or put in a locker, and, and it's there ready in the same condition. It's it's constant work. And to keep up with the training um, sure. with the dog and, and to make sure that the dog knows what to do. And there are some legal changes that occur that... And it's, it's just, it's constant work. And uh, I, I admire that he wanted to take on that responsibility. And it's a huge asset and a huge benefit to us. So I would love to bring Justin and Arca sometime. Yeah, if we could have them yeah. come in, that would be fantastic. Yeah. What are some of the things that you've utilized her for so far? Well, she does, she does a lot of article search. So, like, you could, and, and sometimes really, really cocky, Canine handlers will do this, but they'll just take the keys from your pocket and throw it in a grassy field that, you know, the grass is this high. That dog will find your keys and bring them back. So they can find articles <laughs> that have been touched by humans. They, But primarily what she does is scent detection for indication on, on narcotics. Okay. And she's not trained for marijuana, um, as the laws have changed on that. You'd they you don't want a dog that alerts on marijuana. Well, that was the case. <laughs> well, what, what happens is the day that that becomes legalized, and there are there are legal times that people can be transporting that now with the way laws are. Yes, one hundred percent. And so if a dog alerts, and you know we can't ever ask the dog, well, what did you smell? You know, <laughs> you smell marijuana or did you smell methamphetamine? Um, uh-huh. You know, so you don't. So the legal, you know, that legal stuff has changed since um, when I was when I had first started. So you get a dog now that that doesn't smell marijuana because you can't untrain her to smell marijuana. You, I mean, th- I guess there are, you could, there are but. ways to do that, but can you ever guarantee that yeah. the dog's not having a you know a, a day where it's recalling that because it is performing a function that it's trained to do? It's very reliable. Dogs smell four hundred times better than humans do. At least these types of dogs, they're they're. She's a German Shepherd, right? Yes. Yeah. And and I, I always tell people, the best way I can describe it is dogs smell like people see. So when you look out across this room, you can see a gray door and a coat rack and a chair and my sunglasses over there by your basketball hoop game. You see all these <laughs> things at the, at, at the same time. And dogs smell that way. So humans, when we smell, we typically smell the most dominant thing in the room, which sure. um you know, if you're cooking chili, that's what you smell. You can't smell the candle and the chair and who was at the door last, but dogs can. I see. And so they smell like we see. So Because we see all of yes, this stuff see, all at the same time. And, and that's the best way I think I, in layman's terms I can describe it. And so, yeah, they're looking for – it would be like, you know, I've got you trained to alert for staplers and you scan the room and you can see a stapler sitting over there on that desk. And so you're going to alert. Okay. If I'm if I'm having you trained to to get uh, for staplers and you don't see one, then you're not going to, even though you see all this other stimulus. So they can smell methamphetamine and coffee. They can smell uh, cocaine and uh, you know an old musty towel in there. So it's you sure. know a lot of people will spray colognes and things sense. like that. The dog can smell right through that stuff yeah, because they try. smell like we see. Okay. That's, that's the best description. But I'll let Justin tell you all about that stuff. Would love that. And and um, had so much fun when we went out to the Highway Patrol uh, station because we got to meet uh, one of their canines. And we talked a little bit about that. And, and people are just like, well, how do you train them? But it's like you train them because everything is a game to them. And um, yeah, so it's a really long process. And, and it takes, as you said, a lot of work. It does. Um, and it's constant. So, yes, bring them in. We love puppies. Yeah. Have you ever met a foreign dog? The one at the high Patrol <laughs> okay. Station. Yeah, from a foreign country. She yeah. came from, where was that, James? Actually, Germany, the, I think. Germany, that's actually, what I thought. Actually, too. the war in Ukraine slowed down Arca's arrival because they were offloading and, and loading supplies and people and getting them other places. So the, the plane that they originally were going to bring Arca over on, they unloaded her and kept her in in a kennel for a couple more weeks. That's terrifying. Yeah, it is. But for her, she we, can't stand we're up glad for to herself. Have her. She loves living here. She loves living here. <laughs> I'll bet she does. There's grass. So yes. this is so fun. Yeah. <laughs> but well, that is awesome. And um, we wanted to tell everybody how to <laughs> navigate a four way stop. And I think you did that swimmingly. So thank I, you. I hope so. Like I said, any questions, call us. 
What is the phone number to the Jackson Police Department? 740. Putting him on the... 286-4131. Yes. Yeah, I've said that a lot over the years. So. That's right. And, you know, if you do have questions um, or if you need something, don't hesitate to call. That's what they're here for. And multiple phone lines. You know, and, and I've had... Every, every fourth caller gets free two free tickets to municipal court. Love it. <laughs> You can go there and sit all day. <laughs> yeah, we'll give them out front row seats. Yeah, it's front great. row seats to municipal court. <laughs> that's another terrible joke, unprofessional joke. <laughs> you are the fourth caller. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you uh, for coming in. Thanks for having me. Chief, I love coming and, in, here. and uh, we love we love having you here, and uh, we really do appreciate your service and all the guys and girls that work at the department. I will pass that along. Yeah, please do, um, and we try to. <clears throat> to let people know when y'all are out and about doing great things um, because you deserve that. Thank you. Police Thank you. are, are, should be your friends. You know, we learned that in grade school right. and, and it should be that. We've got some more things planned as we yeah, just need more time to get some things going. And so I'll be glad to probably come back and talk about some of those things. If you'll have us back sometime. Oh, you can come back anytime. And if hopefully I don't talk to you about someone blowing themselves up at my place. Hopefully not. Because that, that was, was fun. Yes, that was. It was fun for everyone but him. <laughs> Just for everybody's understanding, it was a person who tried to steal what they thought was an inactive electric line behind Archinetti's. And the camera footage shows a bright flash like lightning. And then him stumble out and uh, unsuccessful unsuccessfully stumble out so we were able to locate him we did get yes. him appropriately charged and he is okay uh, but he just had a real rough time yeah that was that was an eye-opener watching that footage so <laughs> <laughs> nobody was hurt in the making of that footage no they they were not well, they just, were hurt and, no and <laughs> i they were and it's not it's not funny he was not hurt horribly hurt he got shocked a bit yes. and um i'm just thankful that we didn't come across something way worse yeah didn't it like knock one of your coolers out though yes it did yeah. it was about three thousand dollars worth yeah. of damage yeah. no. so but that's okay whatever all right yeah but uh again and that's something that he did i gave him the footage he figured out who it was and took care of it so thank you um all right Jackson, City of Jackson Police Chief Brett Hinch, thank you sir, for spending your morning with us. And thank you for um, absolutely. And if you have any questions about the the uh, traffic changes, anything like that, uh, you can call, of course, the city. You can call uh, the police station. It should be well documented on on our Facebook page and the city's yes. Facebook page. And I think I've talked to Pete Wilson and Jeremiah and every. I think everybody's putting this out there that if if you've missed this, then. You probably live in a cave, so. Pretty much. Well, the next time you come back, I expect you to fill that vest full of toys so that right. we can play play with stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll bring some toys. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tase something. <laughs> James, get over here. I no. See <laughs> when I was at the Athens Messenger, John Halley, who's the uh, photographer for the Messenger, he let the police tase him one time <laughs> no. for, for, you know, for a photo op. Not good. Not doing that. No. Have you or he have you a, he not? He did get a great photo of it's, himself I'll getting bet. tased, though. It's terrible. Have it you is, been tased? Yes. Like, I assume that you have to do it to, like, yeah. see I'm what I'm just glad like. they don't make us shoot with the guns and have to take a bullet before we get to use those. But, I mean, no, it is miserable. I mean, that it, it, it's, it's a unique experience, but it just feels like there's a thousand demons in your body pounding from the inside to try to get out. And it hurts. It, it hurts badly, I'll but bet. the second the electricity stops, the pain stops. So it's, it's okay. Let's not play that game. <laughs> so I think maybe you should try. We we, we could we could get that done. I want to be the taser, not the no. tasee. <laughs> See, this is what I get for her saying Jen should get a free haircut. <laughs> She's gonna tase me. You can say don't tase me, bro. It's okay. Don't. All right. Oh, my gosh. We probably ought to get out of this madness now. All right. Thank you, Chief. We appreciate Thanks you so much. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. We have about a minute left. Uh, James, do you want to go over? Do you have the weather there? All right. We'll do that. Thank you, Chief. Thank Be you. safe out there. 
Um, today, so there are heat advisories out for the rest of the week. Uh, just to let you know, it is going to be very hot, very humid out there. So if, if you are having to be outside, please be very careful. Uh, <clears throat> they are calling for today um, sunshine, highs of 92 degrees, lows of 72. Uh, and then 91 tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, kind of the same uh, upper 80s, but uh, very, very humid and some rain in the forecast then. So um, just probably not those days that you want to be out, you know, doing all the yard work at, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, just be very careful about that. Don't forget uh, the Gallia County Fair does continue on today um, with the beef breeding show. They have um, sheep showmanship this afternoon, the market lambs this afternoon, and also the field stock tractor and semi-pole at the polling stage at 6.30, and then featured entertainment tonight as well, Exile. And uh, if you don't know Exile, they were, you know, popular back in my time. So a few years ago, but they are awesome. So You say so. I do. All right. Well, we'll get out of here for the day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much to Jackson Police Chief uh, Brett Hinch for taking time out of his day to come and, and hang with us. And we appreciate him so much and the rest of all of our law enforcement uh, folks around the community. So have a wonderful day and we will see you right back here tomorrow. Bye, guys.